and we're recording. Elena's not here to say the N-word. Absolutely not. Did she uh, get smothered by her tits again? Not not to death. <laughs> just just <laughs> where she was passed out? <laughs> uh, yeah. She ever smother you with her tits? Oh, all the time. Mm. Neat. God damn. Tell me about it real soon. Till I pass out. Oh. oh is that a thing? Then she goes is that a thing? And then yeah. she goes and fucks a black dude? Mm-hmm. Man. What a life you have. What a life. <laughs> everybody feeling okay? Oh. How's everybody's stools been? Excellent. Loose. Actually, loose. <laughs> a little hot. hot. Hot dog. Hot dog. One, two, two. How you feel about that? That's good. Everybody feel yeah. feel good about their levels? Yeah. Fucking right on. Awesome. I'm so good at audio yeah. engineering. Oddleo. Oddleo engineering. I'm coining a term. Okay. Man. There's your, there's your title on the first 30 seconds. Oddleo. 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 O-D-D-L-I-O. Audio engineering. Okay, what should we come in with? I don't even know. Oh shit! Oh shit! Fucking nipples. He's got it. Let me fucking pull this extra long cord. It's right beside your face. It's just a song, but it's the song that you don't say. It's a song. Song. It's a song. Song song about us. Is it really a song about? Then no. it's so dope if just all of a sudden there was a song about us. <laughs> oh, let me mm. let me locate it. Yeah, that was pretty good. Have you ever tried the black cherry vanilla, Aaron? Yes, it is pretty tasty. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty 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 pretty, pretty good. Uh, come on, come, come on, come on. I'm trying. I'm trying, man. I'm Word. trying. Two minutes Here in. Here it is. It's on. Hardly any content. Oh, shit. So fuck it. Have it's a little time that you need I'll be the little violin that's playing. Space that helps you I see clearer Please tell me Are you alright now? Are you alright now? Who is this? Sponge Sponge Is this a song that we went out on last week? No Okay That was a uh, social distortion Okay Alright now Is I the Prince of Podcasting, the Bipolar Rock and Roll Assault and Slits Godfather of Gash, episode 255. I got a new soundboard, guys. We're having fun. Episode 255. Sorry, I saw them in a bar uh, in, in outside of Detroit. Detroit, that's how it's pronounced. Yeah. Uh, Senior Frogs was the name of the fucking place or something like that. Um, no, the bullfrog. The bullfrog. And uh, I had a friend named Jeremiah. He was a bullfrog. <laughs> I, it was it was an alt right. It was an alt country night. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it was the lead singer of Sponge. 
he did the the country thing and they were great and they came back and played as sponge you know like i was just like this and i i had no idea yeah you know? no idea they did that mm-hmm. fucking hank the third does that too yeah he has like a punk band and a country band it's kind of like a death metal band yeah, yeah. He, was, he was in that band uh super joint ritual i think probably yeah i fucking hated him I don't, I've heard the name, but I don't know that I've ever heard them. It, you know? it was it was him and Phil and Salmo from Pantera. You know, it's that shit that the metalheads who stayed angry and 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 were so adamant about not selling out went to shit like that. The shit that would just needlessly loud and aggressive and tuneless. And then the ones who I think grew up a little bit, of course, includes me, <laughs> who, you know, because I, I, I'm not deficient in any way. They are. It was just completely bullshit. <laughs> Went into punk and I because I like loud and fast and happy. I don't yeah. want to be sad. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. I got something to, to we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, episode 255, Pillow Fort Radio slash the Don Blankenship experience. Um, as always, I'm joined by the Vanilla Gorilla. The um, first black man ever to ice skate backwards down the Wall River. The sentient mountain. Friend of the flu. Friend of the flu. <laughs> the um, the uh, boomer bog trotter. The Duke of Discourse. <laughs> yep. The high priest of... Hijinks. Hijinks. Sure. It's old Chucky. Potato, the sex over there. You have two different horns. Yeah, well, see this one you can hit a bunch of times. Okay. Yeah. And you got like. Wrong. 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 God. <laughs> yeah, I needed. I tortured myself for coming over. And just, I watched a Donald Trump documentary. Oh, did you? How'd that make you feel? Actually, at first, it made me feel kind of like, because the first he wasn't always a prick. Like when he was younger, he was still kind of arrogant and stuff, but he was like likable. And then once he got rich and 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 started buying his own press, he turned into a monster cocksucker. And that's that's what everybody on the thing said. And I was just like, and you could see it, like just the way he treated. He literally people. just sucks monster cocks. Well, I mean, of course he does that, but I'm just saying that figuratively he became a a cocksucker and and probably monster. And, yeah, he's just yeah. a cocksucker. He's just a fucking douchebag. I mean, he just be he he became that guy, you know that just who, you know he he got some fame and 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 money and it went straight to his head. Just wait until I get any sort of fame. I'm going to leave you pieces of shit to <laughs> dust. Well, I expect that, <laughs> but you've been warned. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> and as always, uh, the world's greatest claw machinist. Laurel Creek's most dangerous man, the Lord of Laurel Creek, master of John Jitsu, and the art of bullying. That, of course, is old Johnny Liberty Loads over there. Hold on, I got a, I got a sound effect for you too. It's going to sound eerily similar to. Uh... <laughs> See, how, when you hit it, the screen shakes though. It shakes a little bit. Nice. Everybody's like, stop it. I said, stop it. <laughs> and as always, the ginger jester, Kid Crimson, um, the regent of the rental shoe, the lord of the lanes, the sire of the 710 split. That's old Aaron. How could this happen to me? I've made my mistakes, got nowhere. 
I really like this soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I didn't really go through this, this soundboard. <laughs> it's just one that you download. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know. They felt know. the need to put that song on They there. sure did. Who was that Hoobastank? We're going to say that was Hoobastank. Yeah. It was one of those. It's Chevelle or one of those and fucking pieces. Elena's not here. Of course, she... Uh, she smothered herself with her own tits until she passed out. Aaron did not see a need to wake her up. No, I just rolled on her side. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Have have a nice evening. She'll she might be here later. Who knows? He's rolled on her side and set up a levee so it wouldn't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tape those some bitches down. One day she's gonna die in her sleep from it. I just know it. Um Would we, that be called sleep fapnea? Yes, uh-huh. indeed. Sleep fapnea. The key that, to good. The key to good comedy is repetition. Um, in case you didn't know, we were talking about bad <laughs> like rock and metal bands from uh, a while back. Mm-hmm. And there is an event coming to Charleston. Oh God! Yes, you just wait, you son of a bitch. It's coming to Rock City. Rock City <laughs> cakes. I keep yep. screwing this thing up. What do you keep screwing up? Okay, I'll leave it alone now. Um. I'll leave it alone. It needs now. to be uh, the bottom of it needs to be screwed in. Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna leave it alone. The bottom of it. There so you, you go. Just uh, you hold it up there. One of you do that, and one of you tighten it. Is that tighten it or loosen it? You want to go clockwise. Righty tighty, lefty loosey. Unless it's left handed thread. If you're looking at it from the bottom, if you're looking at it from the top, it'd be counted. Yeah, that way. Well, this is hilarious. <laughs> Here, let me come down. Hold on. Stop. Let's just. There we go. Stop and collaborate. Look at that man. Look how assertive he is. Yeah, he's just annoyed. So. Same thing. <laughs> I'm going to fucking weld it to there. Extremely <laughs> assertive. Aaron's over there dripping dri- okay. in his shoe. It's, okay. it's, that car- it's that carnivore diet. <laughs> so strong now. So strong. So much energy. It's coming to uh, Rock City Cafe. It's a new metal revival. Ooh. I need you guys to listen to who all's going to be there. What day is it? Sometime in April, I think. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It's Thursday, July 23rd at 7 p.m. Tickets are $35. A bargain at any price. Let's be honest. Are you ready? I'm ready. New Metal Revival featuring at Rock City Cake Company holds maybe 250 people. Yeah. And it's a fucking bakery. Anyway. It's good bakery, too. I'm sure. Yeah. Saliva. Hell yeah. (laughs) Click, click, boom, son. Can we just go and fucking uh, heckle? We can do whatever. Will they we give want. me? Will they give me fucked up cupcakes that I can chuck at them? That's. I mean, that would that click, would be click awesome. Boom's a fun song, you guys. And let's not fuck all, yourself. Let's, <laughs> let's also not forget that uh, the singer from Saliva was in that song from the Spider-Man soundtrack with the guy f- from. Um, You're right, uh, Nickelback. 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 And they say that a hero could <laughs> save us. Oh, stand here and wait. You know who played drums on that? Who? Matt Cameron. No bullshit. Oh, that's great. Cool points. Pearl Jam. Cool points. Take it away. Hey. He's like, hey, I could make a couple, couple, couple mil. bills here yeah. doing this. Yeah. <laughs> and I get to laugh at the no talent I'm fucking dealing with. That's just that's just the headliner. Okay. Power Man 5000. 
totally gone. Power Man 5000. Does anybody remember a Power Man 5000 song? I don't remember. Uh, shit. Space Junkie or some shit. Yeah, something like that. I'm going to look up a Power Sounds Man. like Rob Zombie. Yeah. I think it's his brother. That's I what think I've always heard. I do, I do think truth? it is. A, I think he's some relation to Robert W. Zombie. Bob Zomb. Bob Zomb. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Zomb. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably one of their biggest songs. I think this is the one, the only one I've heard. Is Monster Magnet coming as well? Monster Magnet fucking rock. That one song, dude. They were, they were, they didn't take themselves seriously. Seriously, okay. It was not in earnest. No. Great music videos. Yeah. What did we do in the early aughts, in the late nineties, for this? This, See, I, I, would, I was still hanging on to, to the 90s at this point. Like, I was still... As, as you should have been. Yeah. It was 2000, 2001 when this came out. Actually, it's not that bad. It's not terrible, to be honest. There's way worse. It's, it's not, it's not that fucking... Scene. Like, not clothes-wise or anything, but I yeah. love the music. Well, and... and you, I, I roll my eyes. Why? Why do that? If that's what people like, let them yeah. like it. You know what I mean? I don't. That's that's very dumb of me to do that. Like, because I'm getting really into the into the punk thing. When I get some money, I'm going to buy myself some and and lose some weight. I'm going to buy myself some somewhat punk threads. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Edema is on the bill. Remember Edema? Yeah. So Jonathan Davis's brother was the singer. I think. This is yes, coming I to do. a bakery in Charleston, Edema. West Virginia. Yeah. That's actually kind they had, of that's dude, actually it's a kind cool of impressive. venue. They had Hawthorne Heights a few weeks ago. That's actually kind of impressive. I remember this song. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'll say this: it's not Crossfade. It's not. No, I mean, <laughs> Crossfade. <laughs> Crossfade was objectionable in any fucking context. It's not um, trapped. Trapped. <laughs> That's drunk, take you up. That's drunk, take on Who's going home with you tonight? Yeah. I mean, it's it's esque. It's esque of that, but it's just not, you know. He's doing his, an impression of his brother, too. Yeah, it's, it's what's that movie that everybody loved? It was a crappy movie, but a great soundtrack. New metal soundtrack. Judgment Night? No, no that was Vampire 1995. Um, Godzilla? Godzilla no. had a great soundtrack. Yeah, it, had a, <laughs> yeah, it did. It had a Rage Against the Machine song on it that talked shit about the movie. <laughs> Godzilla did? Yes. All right, no. Um, no Shelter has a whole line about how Godzilla... God, the, the line is, Godzilla, pure motherfucking filler, like, as in, huh. not not good. Don't waste your money on it, is basically what it's saying. Sold a lot of tacos. Certainly did. Yeah. Also... A band called Flaw is on the bill. I don't remember them. I don't think we're gonna. This is the first I song. I sort of remember up. Flaw. I think. I gotta tell you guys, my one nut is itching like a math fucker. <laughs> this is Flaw, or as in West Virginia we would call them Flaw. <laughs> See this, this this is where what is up with that guy's fucking mustache? Fucking goatee. I think I hear this a bunch at at Golly Bridge Gym. Yeah. Just needlessly using big words like. 
I don't know, man. I'm trying to prove that you're hard, but it's for a good reason. <laughs> Here's the thing. These guys are all probably great musicians. They're just like, yeah, this guy has a song. We'll fucking, we'll be in his band. Sure. Well, it's just, it's the same. Okay. It's the same fucking phenomenon that happens every, with every genre. You have the original guys like that originators and all that shit. And then you just have people that are in there just cashing in, you know? Yeah. And by the end, you have the people that are hanging on that are just sad. So, you know, it's with, with the glam thing. The, you know, the first Here's saliva, of course. The, the uh... <laughs> right? <laughs> God, it's so bad. Um, you know, with the glam thing, with, you know, the... Uh, you had, like, poison and all that stuff. And they were original, you know? They were... Yeah. So, then you had the ones that were, like, you know... They, they were B-League, but they were still pretty good. They were, you know, you had your warrants. And then you got down into your wingers... And your slaughters, and that's when things started to get really, really disturbing. You know, yeah. You had bands like Steelheart and yeah. Britney Fox. Britney Fox was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> well, me and JMO were talking about it. There's going to be a revival of this type of thing because they're due. The kids that were spider between ten and fifteen, <laughs> whenever this stuff came out. Have now started their own bands. They've been influenced by this, right? So this is going to come back around. There you go, Aaron. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> yeah, they're all in their late twenties, early thirties now, becoming proficient at their instruments, and they're going to start their own thing. Yeah, new new metal, new new metal, new 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 new. new. That's what that's what JMO called it. New new metal. Yeah, put the oolots over top yeah. of it. This is a great song, though. I love this. This is so hillbilly. It's, just, it's slim biscuit. It's hillbilly rock. Beat yeah, it with it, a drum. Well, it yeah. Really, yeah, it really is. It's I just this makes me want to take my shirt off and go walk down Route 60 with my <laughs> with my hat on backwards and like with carrying your, a jug of water or milk for some your, reason with your earbuds in like yeah. rapping along to rapping it. along to it, exactly. <laughs> with a t-shirt tucked in the back yeah, of your pants. Yeah, 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 yeah. Co- you know. Oh, when I lose enough weight to where I can walk around shirtless, I'm so doing that. Yeah. I'm going to walk around shirtless and just rap and do the hand motions. You're going to really get into it. Marmette. I'm going to move to Marmette. I've already got that planned out. Yeah. I've been wanting to move to Marmette since the I mean, you, you'll have to, you know, scrape the money together. You have, it's like 20 bucks a month. Yeah. Or I, think, I hear they pay you to live there. Rent control housing. Yeah, yeah. it's like Venezuela. Yeah. They, uh, they, they use all of their uh, excess uh, money coming in from all the white rappers to uh, pay for everybody to live there. If that was the case, that would be the richest town in West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> I know at least two or three ex-white rappers that live there. <laughs> God. Aren't they the worst? Hey, I like Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the ones that are still this. Still hold on to the dream like you're 40. Yeah. Hey, forty. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> I still play music. <laughs> no, that's different. That's different. <sighs> Something yeah. you create from your heart or something you do in earnest. I guess it could even include white rap, I guess. I don't know. I if mean it's, I, if it's your thing. Yeah, if, if that's what you calling, like to do, do it. But I'm just saying that your motivation is to be something more than, you know, getting puss. I know? have a a white rap a white rapper <laughs> post. I just love getting puss. Yeah. <laughs> what getting puss. <laughs> getting puss. 
You guys are going to like this guy. You have a white wrapper post? Yeah. Which guy is it, I wonder? I don't, forget the na- I don't know. Forget the name of the artist. Oh, this guy. We played him last week. Yeah. Oh, did Great. I play this last it's week? It's catchy yeah. as hell, yeah. though. Yeah. This guy. I really want that onesie that his girls wearing. You think I look good in a onesie like that? Now, if she drops her ass, is she able to pick it up? Hmm, I don't know. Pretty heavy. Maybe with like a little bit of help. Yeah. Like one, like one arm. Tow motor. Yeah. <laughs> a winch. <laughs> A ditch witch. <laughs> a come along. <laughs> no, not from the look at her. I bet she can squat. Yeah, guaranteed. That's a big old butt. That's a big old everything, Aaron. Yeah. I like that car. Those rims are yeah. something else. <laughs> Speaking of cars, you guys see the new Batmobile? No. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No. I've heard. I want to know your uh, opinion on it. Good that we, we get some hot takes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's try to find it here. <laughs> him and Bad Baby him and Bad Baby need to do a collab. No. That guy's a joke. Bad baby's actually good. Okay. Fight me. She's Here's- she's the shit. <laughs> It's like a fucking it's muscle year, car. It's year one, I believe. Yeah, I, I, he's, I assumed. He's upgrading. He's, he's far too young to be in. A, he's going to have to go. I hope it's a year one storyline. You've watched that, right? Yes. It's, it's fucking tremendous. fucking yeah. great. I don't know which one's the best out of... of I, it's the holy trinity now of Batman animated movies. The Dark Knight Returns, which I watched again the other day. Holy fucking shit, that thing is good. Um, Here's a rear view of it. He's got the engine in the back dropped in. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It looks badass. Uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Gotham or, by Gaslight or, was tremendous. Or, yeah, wasn't it? Or yeah, the fighting did, that did, was did, so much you fun. You finally watched it? Yeah. Jim Gordon was a fucking yeah. hard a, ass. He was a, a fucking hoss. Yes, he was, he was beating the shit out of Batman. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun fucking fight. It's like, dude, don't try to fucking slug with him. <laughs> I like Perry, <laughs> Perry. <laughs> slip a couple of those jabs. <laughs> But no, that's the thing. That's why, again, that's what I liked about it. Very few kicks, lots of yeah. punches. Yeah, it was a lot, yeah, of, so, a lot of boxing. A lot of yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot lot of, of like classic American and British boxing. Yeah. You know, it's fun. those yeah, guys. You know, those turn of the century like Irish and and English boxers and stuff. I would have to give those in in the annals of boxing. I would have to give them. They might be the toughest. You know what I mean? Fighting those long ass fucking fights. Yeah, their fights, you know, just absolutely nobody's slipping any punches. They just would beating the shit out of each other. They didn't really have, it would go till somebody died. Basically, yes. Essentially, or until you just couldn't fight it anymore. Yeah. I mean, you know, you had, it, it is more than just beating the shit out of each other. I mean, there's, there wasn't a lot of finesse involved. But they're just sheer toughness. Like, that's one of the things I love, the only things I loved about Far and Away is that Tom Cruise's 
abominable Irish accent killed that movie, amongst so many other things. One of the best things was Cole Meany playing. Uh, he's a he's a ran a bar, and then they had a boxing club in it, and they didn't even move. They just traded fucking punches in the middle of the place to see who would fall first. He's the perfect guy to be that. Look up Irish tough guy in the fucking dictionary, and there's a picture of Colm fucking Meany staring back at you. You know what I'm talking about? I will. I'm not sure. Colm, Colm, C-O-L-M-M-E-A-N-E-Y. He's in Glare Cake. He was in Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That motherfucker. And especially in like 1992. He looks Irish. I mean, Irish people have a look, and he's got it. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Another one who has it is, uh, he's an American, but he, he couldn't look more Irish if he tried. Um, John, John C. Riley. Yeah, Holy yeah he shit. looks like Irish as shit. Yeah, yeah, he's got. He plays Irish in a couple movies. He he actually is like he's got that fucking. Well, he's in um, Bank Gangs New York. Gangs New York. Yeah. And- See, they have the the lump nose, that kind of flat face, the big ears. You know, look, a real pugnacious expression on their face, and you know they can just beat the fucking shit out of you, and they can take a punch. You know, that's I I think that's the coolest thing. I'm proud to be of that tribe. So. <laughs> You don't say. I've never heard anything about it. <laughs> this is the scene, one of the scenes at least, of them fighting. Mike Kelly, his name is. I want a newsboy cap. I think I'd look good in it. I think so. Aaron's got his Cuban dictator cap. Sorry, <laughs> Tom Cruise is it's not pretty, Irish. No, God, no. Um, mm. Actually, he might even be. I don't know, but he just—he certainly doesn't look it. Like that—that that movie could have been. And it was a Ron Howard man. It had. Don't get me wrong, man. Ron Howard was rough at first. He had some great parts of that movie. Like he was able to really to call up a lot of you know because he's Irish himself. He was able to really tap into that and give you that ethnic pride. You know what I mean? Like this is. Both the good and the bad Like this, this is who our people were This is what we had to go through You know There's a lot to be said If you want to talk about the people, Shit people always say about America Pull yourself by, up by your bootstraps Come here with nothing You know from a shithole country All that stuff The Irish is that mm-hmm. they, they define that fucking spirit Because they were locked out And not allowed into any of the institutions They forced their way at the fucking table And became cops and judges And all that shit They did that So you know, there was that part of it. Then there was a the part that Tom Cruise was just awful, and Nicole Kidman was great, but Tom Cruise was like his his acting was bad in that movie. Or just his, his, his acting accent. wasn't. Tom Cruise's acting is never bad, but he doesn't fit. It's a bad fit. Who would have been better in that role in nineteen ninety two? A young Christian Bale. Christian Bale would have fit. He's actually got an. He's got that handsome Irish look. You know what um, I mean? He's the, a Welshman. Who's the English, English uh, or uh, Irish singer songwriter guy? That we like Glenn Hansard Glenn Hansard he would have Can he been. act? Yeah he's been yeah. in a few things Yeah um, He was in the uh, The Irish rock and roll movie In the bar The Commitments the Commitments He was in I that think that they It's a great fucking movie I think that um, Instead of Tom Cruise It should have been Kevin Costner And he should have just done The American accent <laughs> Like he always does Yeah I mean that's That's what I love about <laughs> Batman I mean uh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves yeah. Said, Fuck it I'm not gonna do it <laughs> That takes malls <laughs> It does Unlike other Robin Hoods I can speak with an English accent <laughs> Carry it a ways Ali 
Remember that from Saw? Oh, Everything else in he over overacts on. Yeah, uh, he, that's even, why he's perfect str- for Mel Brooks. Even Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah he was. But he was good. In Stranger oh, Things. he was so good. Yeah. God, I'm I'm strange. I'm burned out on Stranger Things though. You piece of shit. Well, I watched it the literally in the entire time I slept for three solid days. I called off work like three days, and usually they. Give you shit for it for like working. The guy on the other phone was like, "All right, man, <laughs> he's he can hear it in my voice. Yeah, I can barely get the words out." Well, with the, all the panic about the coronavirus. Well, not only that, there's there's a nasty flu going around yeah. too. So, and I thought I'd avoided it, and Tracy had it, and I caught it, and then uh, Scotty Wallace, the I worked with, he he had to take an entire week off. He missed a week of work for that shit. So he didn't give me shit for it, but I had Stranger Things playing the entire fucking time, like just laying there. Give me my Kratom. Glug. Give me my fucking Robitussin. Glug. Tussin. Give me my fucking 20 milligrams of melatonin. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Literally drank almost no water. Because I just couldn't even get up to get myself a glass of water. Dang. Yeah, it was bad. It was Boy. rough. Was it, uh, was, was it vomiting? And- no, it was just respiratory. Just- and fever. Yeah, fever see, I, like you I wouldn't had it fucking for, believe. Like two days, I had it pretty... Hardcore, but I I was down on vitamin C like a son of a bitch. But one here's the thing about that though: once it's in your system, all the vitamin C in the world don't help. I, I it, mean, it, I feel it, as if it it it, it, actually, it might quicker. have a placebo effect, but it's just it's you know no it it helps your body's immune system work, which it's not going to get rid of the the, yeah. the disease, but it will alleviate some of the symptoms. Well, in my experience. I, I, it, it feels, I thought, it I feels like it relieves a little bit, right? Yeah. Right. Like, well, Tuesday, it might give you an energy boost, too. Vitamin C gives you yeah. an energy boost. I mean, you're okay. Yeah. The, the, the thing is going to go through your system. It's just a way of, like, sure. a little comfort. Yeah. And, and it, yeah, and it can't hurt. Yeah. There's no way oh, it can hurt. Yeah. So, But I was like, and even though I said that, I was taking vitamin C and zinc and fucking. Uh, well, you just take whatever you can at that point. Right. I like, might as well try something. But the Kratom, I didn't really, the Kratom wasn't working. I'm like, man, this is crap Kratom. And it wasn't because I had taken it before I got sick and it's really good. But then I was so dehydrated that the Kratom was not working. Like, it's like I didn't take anything at all. So, dude, it was fucking... I've not been... This is probably the sickest I've ever been in my entire life that I that I can remember. You know, it's... It was, you think Aaron gave it to you? No, I think what happened I think was... I. It's just been... It's, it's around. And the thing about it is it'll be in your system and your body is fighting it. But it's it's like a fucking it's like a thief, buddy. It's waiting for that crack in the door, and it's going to fucking get through there. It's like so a mind flare. I work, yeah, basically it's what it is. <laughs> I worked uh, an overnight double, and had to do a quick return the next day. Uh, and at the end of the no overnight double, before I had to be back, I walked out of there in fucking snow without a fucking coat on. Dang. I was asking for it to fucking happen, you know. And even then, it took a minute to really. Get on me You know what I mean But then by that time I knew it was coming I, I had a great uh, A great moment at the gym Like a, a gr- really good workout And that's another thing That happens too I'll, I'll have this fucking Crazy great workout When I'm feeling Slightly under the weather I'm like here it comes It's like a light bulb That get ready Before it burns out Because it gets real bright And then it fucking Craps mm-hmm. out on you So Another thing's bothering me too uh, Where I've been laying down So much That disc in my back I can feel a lot more I ho- I'm hoping that When I get back in the gym on Monday, I'm not even going back in the gym tomorrow. I'm going back on Monday. Uh, we'll help that calm back down because I've been um, sleeping with a uh, pillow under my hips. Yeah, and that's kind of mm. helped me a little bit. I sleep on my stomach though, so I'm, I sleep mostly on my side. On your side, put one betwixt your thighs. I yes. usually do that. Yeah. yeah, 
Nice big fluffy pillow right, but right, I need right under your balls. Pillows. Those bamboo pillows are the shit, but they don't last for very long. Bamboo. They, they get broken down. I've not heard about these. You can buy them at the dollar store. They're great. You can buy it's them a at larger, the dollar store. It's a larger size pillow, and it's stuffed with uh, like shredded bamboo. Hmm. I've never heard about this. It's great. I mean, it's really interesting. <coughs> interesting. So everybody's been sick all week, huh? Not me. Not me. I mean, I wasn't sick all week. Yeah, you were sick. You took all. You uh, I took Monday off. Monday. I was sick Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I could tell you were getting sick on Friday at work. I think. Yeah, I didn't feel great. Yeah. And then started taking vitamin C after the podcast last week, and got through it pretty quick. Yeah. What about uh, your broad? Is she sick? No. She's just sick of getting smothered to death by her tits. Yeah. <laughs> Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Wrong one. There we go. <laughs> Tits. Anyway, you guys want to do favorite things? Yeah. Let's fucking do it. Uh, Why is nothing working? Okay. Favorite things. Oh, favorite things. Okay, money. Raindrops on roses. And whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Favorite things. What you got, Chuckers? Um, well, got a few. Um, last, last night, or yesterday when I was just just in a severe depression because I haven't been able to lift. I was like, I need something to cheer me up. So I, I was playing video games, and I, I'd beaten Bioshock to death. I'd beaten all of them again. Um, really didn't feel like doing Resident Evil 2 again, as much as I love that game. It really just makes me more tense. Yeah, it's, it's an extremely tense, no. ten, tense fucking game. For some reason, Bioshock isn't. doesn't make me tense at all because huh. I just pay attention to the story. So I bought... Uh, Darksiders uh, Genesis It's pretty fucking amazing Like it's uh, It's a top down Diablo style Fucking dungeon crawler Word Like uh, Battle Chasers Night War And I couldn't sing Enough praises about that It's Joe Matty Riera The guy who Who did Battle Chasers Night War And who is behind The other Darksiders games The the, the sheer storyline Behind it There's How it goes is The the cosmos is, is A balance between Hell Heaven And then there's a Center group who uh, were a, a mixture of a- angel and demon? They were called the Nephilim. Well, Nephilim. There was yeah, and they're like they're of course they're extremely fucking powerful because they have the powers from both sides, you know. But there's only they went to war against heaven because they were like trying to force force their way in. So four of the Nephilim turned against their own people and slaughtered them all. Hmm. And that's the four horsemen. So woo, daddy. So yeah, it's based. <laughs> it's based on. You know, biblical stuff like that. And um, in the first Dark Souls game, you play as War, which is this fucking, he has this giant fucking sword, and he's just, yeah, I mean, you can see. It's a beautiful game. It's fucking gorgeous. And you get, and, uh, you know, it's so much fun. It's just a hack and slash. You, I mean, the puzzles are just difficult enough to be fun without really driving you crazy. They know who, they're, who, they, who they made the game for. Yeah. And um, then the other character, you know, War is really cool. He's like, 
he's very serious and he's he, you know, he talks almost Elizabethan, you know what I mean? Like Shakespearean. And then Strife is Deadpool. He's basically just Deadpool. He carries two guns. He's, you know, the beginning scene is like he's walking into this big hall with all these demons and there's this three-headed demon sitting there. He's just like, um, you're under, he's like, yeah, you've been sentenced to death for doing this, this, and this. He's like, you think you're just going to walk in here? You know, I'm not going to do the, the demon's voice and, and, you know, talk shit. And he's just like, Bang, bang, he fucking just blows two of its head off and then the thing's falling and just holds a gun up in the air and goes like that and kills it, kills the whole thing, and he just walks out of the fucking hall. You know. That's after war has come sliding into the fucking room like a meteor and killed a bunch of them and he like dusts his shoulder off. He's like, Hey <laughs> you know, it's just and they have dialogue in it and it's funny because war is so serious and strife is not. He's just never serious. So um it's a it's a I really, really like it. I'm I'm just very very at very beginning stages and it's um i don't know if i'm gonna like it as much as battle chasers night war because man battle chasers is just it's all the things like i I love all the characters i've got one of them tattooed on me for god's sake um and uh i just love joe joe materieras i've i've sent john hit some of his stuff um his, his artwork is fucking insane I mean, it's just absolutely, it's one of the things that both made me want to be an artist and then later on in life, put the pencil down and be like, I'm never going to duplicate that. Why even try, you know, so, or even come close to it. I know I should pursue my own style, but I'm just like, I don't love it enough to keep doing it. So, you know, I'll just, you know, get his stuff. Are you looking it up or something? No, I'm just reading Twitter. Oh. Um, See if there's anything <laughs> going on with that. Okay. Um, you know? Uh, another favorite thing um, Oh I started reading uh, As per my depression Every time I, I, I feel bad I always pick up an old book That is familiar But that I love And makes me feel better I started reading The Talisman Again the by Talisman By, by Peter King uh, Peter King Stephen King And Peter Straub And um, Peter Straub Is a fantasy writer And of course Stephen King Horror and fantasy but it's a it's it's a parallel to the Dark Tower, like it actually weaves into the Dark Tower some, and um, it's got Stranger Man, Stranger Things is all over it. Oh yeah, like it's just it's set in 1980 for one thing, and you know that's when it was written, of course. So it came out in '84, so they were probably writing it for right. A yeah, while. and um, the story is this: there's a there's a kid Jack Sawyer, and his mom is this B movie actress, and she's dying. She has cancer. So they go out to this place called the Alhambra in uh, Arcadia uh, in uh, like New England, you know, the Atlantic. And this Speedy Parker, who's this handyman black dude, keeps talking to Jack and calls him traveling Jack all the time. He's just like, so why, why are you calling me that? And he's just like, because, you know, he's like, because you got a trip to make. And he didn't know what he's talking about. He tells him that there's this other, and lets him go to this other place called the Territories, which is like a fantasy world where it's, uh, you know, just like every any fantasy world you would think of. It's, you know, medieval England type and all that stuff. Uh, and But everybody in that world has a twinner. Hmm. And, you know, his his uncle was in business with, it's not even really his uncle. It was a family friend was in business with his dad. He had his dad killed. Oh, Jesus. And, yeah, and he's an evil motherfucker. And he's the whole book is Jack trying to get back across country on foot, you know, trying to get to this place 
to get this talisman to save his mother's life and save the queen of the territories. So he'll weave back in, back in forth, in back and forth between the worlds. And one of them, he picks up this giant. His name's Wolf. He's a werewolf, and he's huge. He's like six foot five, monstrous. You know, in in the territories world, he looks like a like a a werewolf kind of. But they're 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 good. They're good guys. They're not they're not evil or anything. They're servants of of the kingdom and all this stuff. And but over here, it turns out that characters you bring up. Uh, Creatures you bring through to the territories turn into awful things over here, huh. and so he changes. Like he becomes a werewolf, and he chains Jack in this in this fucking barn. He says, "Do not come out of here while the change is on me." You know, because the moon's coming out, and he goes berserk and goes and kills a bunch of doesn't kill any people. He just kills deer to eat, but it could be dangerous. You know, so man, and that he his. There's a part with that where it's, I legitimately cry tears every time I read it hmm. because he's such an awesome character, and um, it's at one point I would have said it's the best book I've ever read. Uh, but everybody it, knows your favorite books, the Bible. So, well, the art of the deal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the Bible for business. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Bible period, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it's the Bible for winning. <laughs> yeah. Um, he came out with a sequel to it years later called uh, Black House, which is a good book too. But it just wasn't. It wasn't. You can't. Lightning doesn't strike twice with something like that. But I'm. I love. It's one of those books that makes me want to write again. So. Mm. Yeah, I think that's pretty is much. There a, is there a? There's a movie for it. It might be from something else. To save his mother from certain death, young Jack Sawyer <clears throat> enters a parallel world known as the Territories in search of a powerful talisman. It's out. So there is a movie. Let me look and see when it was made. I think it's just in development. It might just be in development. Yeah. Yep, you're right. It yeah. is in development. Uh, does it say uh, in having particulars? <clears throat> it, it should be. Doesn't even have who's going to be in it. Doesn't have who's. It needs to a cat. Like it, what it needs is to be made into a a show like Stranger Things, a long form, you know, commitment. And well, not, and not a movie. Movies are a thing of the past. I'll get into like my that. favorite thing later. But there's a there's a uh, Stephen King adaptation right now that might be the best. Stephen King adaptation ever Really? Yeah we'll, we'll talk about it Okay Is that is that it for you For favorite things there You queef? Um Yeah Do you have any good Jack sessions this week? You squeeze on that thing a little? No not, I mean being sick it, You don't really feel like it <sighs> Sick and dehydrated I mean That'll just dehydrate you more really. It's I mean, just gonna It's just gonna I'm, be a spray I'm of dust I'm actually like Searching you know? for any kind of comfort at all so yeah, I probably would do it just to be just to escape from. I'm not pain. saying I wouldn't, but I'm saying in this particular yeah <laughs> instance, it just what nothing was helping. Like that, when you have a 104 degree fever, and then it breaks, and you're bathed in sweat, mm. and then it comes. God, I'm getting kind of horned up. Just and, then it, and then it comes back. And then it comes back again that night. Not it broke the first time, didn't come back again as strong. I guess my immune system is pretty good, but it was just whew, it was awful. Mm. I'm done. Aaron. Yeah, I guess the uh, my favorite thing is bowling. You guys <laughs> finding my love for it again. Again, where you have, again. have you been uh, off of it for a while? Well, or? when I when I moved out of state, I, I went to like the local bowling lane, and they weren't really interested in giving me any information on their leagues and stuff they're just kind of snooty and we don't like your kind around yeah here. pretty much that's what it felt like so i mean it doesn't take a whole lot for me to say no so i just didn't right. do it so uh out there for two years and i moved back and i've been trying to get back into it and uh yeah like 
I, I bowled in a tournament this morning and just kind of realized how much I'm really fucking enjoying uh, my pastime. That's awesome. It's the only thing I'm good at. It's the only thing I'm good at. That and jerking off. There you go. But that's it, Dad. How good are you at jerking off? I want to hear more about that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Talk in depth about that really slowly. Uh, <laughs> I can probably uh, crank one out in a minute. Also, oh, you're kind See, of, that's a, that's you, got, you got speed jerking skills. Yeah, uh, speed jerker. Yeah, if I'm in the mood for it, yeah. Mm, that's pretty fast. Uh, He's fast on the draw. Yeah. Do you yeah. uh, do you do you find that you like to take aim or do you shoot from the hip? Shoot from the hip. You ever got a lane to catch fast for you? and dirty? Absolutely not. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Won't get near it. <laughs> She's one of those. Ew. Yeah. yeah, gross. <laughs> she doesn't like your cum. No, not at all. Huh? That's gonna be terrible because you got that big meatus. It comes yeah. out like a fucking. It just no, it just fire kinda, hydrant. No, it doesn't come out like a fire hydrant. Just kind of dribbles. What? You're a dribbler. It no. dribbles down and goes on his balls. <laughs> but fast. I mean, yeah, under, it's a under fast a dribble. Yeah. I gotta make sure there's nothing around. Yeah. it. <laughs> I wear a condom on. Do you ever like a gentleman? Neat. Do you ever um? Do you ever jerk off at the bowling alley? <coughs> I used to work at the bowling alley, and so, so that's a yes. So yeah, you have. I mean, when off. I was younger, yeah. Neat. Nah, I was in the back. I was a mechanic, so I was just in this back room by myself for hours. So you just see the pins being you're like, I gotta go. I gotta do this now. No, you like sitting back there in a chair, and you know, magazine stack like. <laughs> I was the youngest got, one, got, so got all, a lot the, of all porn the guys. Magazines at the, oh, of course. <laughs> at, at, you know, when the, the bowling alley and the nasty be, 1980s ones, right? Well, yeah, 80s, uh, mid 90s club. Uh, we. Um, it was, do you jugs, remember? You remember jugs, going to? Yeah. Uh, oh man, that was a bad one. <laughs> I don't remember the names of them or anything, but you used to be able to buy like a three pack at uh, uh, Canal City Head yeah, Shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And had all those it, those kinds, just yeah. like the the ch- real cheap nudie mags. Mm. So yeah, I have. You ever gone to the uh, the porno booth? No, in one of those places. No, I haven't either. I always, wonder, I always wonder what that would be like. It's weird. Uh, I can't imagine doing that, going in and cranking off, and I, 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 I can't. I'm, no, people go in there and like get blown and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I can imagine doing that. Well, they have yeah. glory holes and stuff. And yeah, so. yeah. How glorious are the glory holes, though? I mean, I mean, it depends on the place, I suppose. Remember the glory hole they put in on uh, Always Sunny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ever watch glory hole porn? Not really. No, it's kind of uh, weird. Once or twice. I mean, like, I've it, seen it. It's like, it, it doesn't. It. it doesn't do anything for me. Like, even if the chick's real hot, I'm like, I don't care. You know. Have you ever like? I watched one one time. It was just, it was like an hour long, and I would just skip through it, and it was a girl in in a booth. And like just dick after dick would come up, and she would just please all of them. Neat, like fifteen yeah. dudes within an hour. What a good kid! This, this girl is, she's earning her money. Yeah. She's yeah. she's really a nice she's lady. Gonna, she's got to pay for their student loans. Yeah, doing a service for the community. Yeah, got to pay for all that uh, infamil. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, John, do you have any favorite things? Um, Aaron, are you done? Do you have any more? Yeah, that's all I had. It was jerking okay. off and bowling. <laughs> um, Too solid. There's a funny meme relating to the glory hole thing I, I shared. That's um, a voting booth. It's just a glory hole that you're on the wrong end of. Hmm. 
I thought that that was that's actually fairly entertaining yeah, and, and a, fairly the right level analogy rel, rel, you know right level of offensiveness yeah and for what was it the, the meme I share that says a, a voting booth is just a glory hole that you're on the wrong end of oh yeah nothing that's pretty good um, is it really a wrong end of a glory hole though it's pretty subjective actually yeah, yeah it's I mean, very it's, subjective it just depends on what you're into like I don't want to be on the inside of a glory hole no but I don't want to be on the outside of a glory hole either because I don't know who's in there. All right. It could be Michael P. The, Keaton. That's the there. fun of it, though, right? Michael P. Keaton. Could be Michael P. Keaton. I mean, well, how is he going to hold still long enough to put it through the That's glory why hole? he's so good at it because he's like, he's got the shakes and he's just sucking on your donger. <clears throat> I bet he'd give a tremendous blowjob. Can you imagine the hand job for Michael P. I'm sure that was one of the uh, storylines they were thinking of for uh, yeah. the Michael J. Fox show. The Michael J. Fox show. It was all it was all <laughs> Parkinson's, Parkinson's jokes. Parkinson's jokes. <laughs> he, they said to shake this juice up. Will you hold this for a second? He works at the at Walmart as the paint shaker. He just they just hand him <laughs> they hand him the cans of paint. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, John, you have any favorite thing? <laughs> um I started training. Well, okay, so uh, as you know, as a farmer, there are times when there have been times when I've had to deal with large animals or not large animals that were just being aggressive and like mutinying on me. And so there are times where I, I keep a whip, a bull whip by the door. Hell yeah! And I break out the whip and just crack it, and they just you know they go back to the barn and they start behaving. And something about that sound that just makes an animal like, oh okay, yeah. And um, so you know, I, I had one from when I was a kid. You know, I used to play with it when I was a kid, and I still had I had a couple of them and. The ones I had when I kid, one of them fell apart several years ago. And my favorite one, which is kind of a longer gray leather one, has just recently, it's just flayed and it's just kind of starting to dry rot. And it's just, you know, it's just kind of, it's kind of a limp. I mean, it's kind of a limp dick bullwhip at this point. It just doesn't have quite have its pop. Right. And I was in tractor supply the other day, you know, buying some, buying some feed and stuff. And, uh, and the checkout aisle, the checkout aisle, they have like, Impulse buy stuff like they'll have a little tool sets or knives or stuff whatever they're pushing, little impulse buy stuff. And there, there was a there was a bin there with full of like cheap, obviously made in China leather bull whips, no wood shit. handles. Yeah, and I was like, you know, I picked one up. I looked at, it, I was like, that's that's all right. No. And I asked, I said, how much is this? And he scanned it. It's like fourteen nine. I said, I said sold. <laughs> <laughs> so I took the bull whip home and um, going on hikes and stuff. Just like practicing with it, like trying to like mm. knock pine cones off of trees or like like little flowers, like Queen Anne's lace flower. Like like I'm just trying to like just crack it and like you know just try to cut the heads off of things and picking little targets or trying to like wrap wrap it around a branch and break the branch off like like disarmament. Yeah, like if someone had a knife or a pistol and you try to like d- wrap it up and pull it away, just trying little shit like that. And um, they really kind of liking it, kind of getting hooked on it. And so I've been like shopping, looking at different whip, watching YouTube videos about whips, um, both both as like a martial arts tool and as just like like stunt, but, like like tricks, like like cracking, like in rodeos. I do they've got all yeah. the fancy st- types of cracking that they do. Been playing with that, and I've also been shopping pretty hardcore. So I've got the whip thing happening. So that's going to be. On the right side of my belt when I walk around downtown. <laughs> <laughs> and on the other side, it's going to be a sword that I've been shopping for. And uh, You say mine is too short. No, yours is the, really the right length for me. I mean, yours is kind of perfect. I would like to have one like yours with a longer handle. Mm. I'm looking for like a foot long, 13, 12 or 13 inch handle. 
because I like having that extra leverage and being able to choke up on it. And when it when it's when so when the sword is sheathed at your waist, having that long handle um, makes it easier to unsheath. It makes it a lot more of a quicker to draw and you know kill somebody really quick type thing. And then you've got the extra leverage there. Mm-hmm. And I just like that style. I've always been into it. And um, so I'm looking, and that's a so that's so there's a katana, which is what everyone thinks of, which is you know like in Kill Bill, and it's a 41 inch full size samurai sword. So and then and then there's a um, a tanto, which is sort of like a, a long dagger that's a straight blade, that's maybe like a foot or two feet long. In between those two is a wakazaki, uh, wak. Let me make sure I get this wakazaki. Yeah, which is um very you know very rarely used. Usually usually when a samurai is like really good, he's a master. He has the katana, the tanto, the dagger, and then the wakazaki, which is the middle size sword, and they only carry it in addition to the katana, like as the backup sword. Mm-hmm. So if someone carries one of those, it's like, it's a symbol of like his mastery. Mm-hmm. It's uh-huh. very rare for a traditional, uh, samurai person. It's like very rare or never do they carry sort just like the wa- that, just the wakazaki. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks like a katana. It's just a little shorter. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it is $1 million on eBay. Um, and World so War two Japanese sword. I've been shopping for swords and I've been enjoying the process. And, I just uh, realized something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they make they make like really like decent full tang um, wakazaki type swords that are basically just made to be a machete. Yeah, they're like for fifty dollars or a hundred dollars, you can get like a really decent sword and just go out and hack brush and stuff with it and train. You know what I mean for for not for very cheap for like for like a good like stainless steel sword or or maybe different kinds of steel. There's all kinds of doesn't that look learning really more similar to what I have. Let me see. Um, yeah, it does. Pretty similar. It's extremely similar. That one might be more. It looks more ceremonial. This says it's a World War II Japanese IJN Navy Kai Gunto sword hmm. with damaged blade for one million dollars. No, this one's four hundred fifty dollars. the The one I was looking at is what John was talking about. No, oh. and this one's a million dollars. Jesus Christ. I mean, you can get you can get a really good, like battle ready, beautiful sword for 100, 150 bucks. Yeah, you know, like a really good looking one that's also pretty tough, that's sharp. Yeah. Like we were talking about uh, through text of Samurai Showdown, where you have, you know, all all the weapons are represented. You know, you have one of my favorite characters is a master, like you said, his name's Jubai. Yeah, and he carries Jubai, all the- and he carries he carries the longer the katana and the and the other one, Wakazaki, and he's. He's fucking nasty. He's like one of the most awesome characters on the game because he's he's quick, but he's also good. I mean, they what I love about that game is that they power them accordingly. If they're a big, strong motherfucker with a great big sword, if they hit you with it, you are fucked. Like it won't kill you automatically, but the damage is they rate the damage. Is what I'm saying. So yeah. this guy is both fast and devastating damage. You know, so um, they got a Mayan on there who has a great big sword, and if he hits you with it, it takes half your life. You know, all that Dang. shit. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a great game. There aren't a lot of good sword fighting video games, are there? So, there's like there's there's six Samurai Showdown games in Japan. And, there probably is. Yeah, well, I mean, and that was a big hit here. It's an SNK, and they just made a new one. But I'm not interested in playing it because they got away from the the traditional you know style of the art to it being more three dimensional. Think about what this. was the three dimensional one, the real big one that Yoda was on here a few years back. 
that's uh, uh, Soul Caliber. Yeah, Soul yeah. Caliber. That's Think about this movie. with the rise of the uh, the VR stuff, and you get like a like a weighted. Yeah, you, you don't even have to have the blade or anything on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a two, like a, a two pound stick, like a controller that is. Um, uh, hooked up or whatever. I don't know how. The, like a my Bluetooth connected to the thing, and you like a Wii controller, but yeah. it's a sword, mm-hmm. and you can fucking sword fight. And dude, like it's so close that vibe that's coming. Yeah, yeah. The HTC Vive, the new one is. Yeah, it blows my mind. Like I, so, I'm wanting. So I'm wanting my guy, which is me, to have both the, the VR sword <laughs> and the real sword, which is and the whip. You know, thir- th- twenty nine to thirty six inches somewhere in there, and have a style of a Wakazaki sword with an oversized handle, and then on the other side a whip. Yeah, and then a dagger, and then maybe some kind of. Maybe some kind of like long distance weapon, like a bow or a crossbow or a sling or something. I'm not sure yet. Or a I'm bu- basically a I'm, bu- I'm building a D and D character, except that instead of building it on paper, I'm building it in real life. It's <laughs> awesome. And I'm going to walk around town like this. What about like a melee weapon, just for f- when things get a little bit too hairy? Well, like, sword is like, not exactly like kill a, somebody. Like, oh, like a survival, like, 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 like a club, like a zombie apocalypse like sword. A club. You mean a, bl- a bludgeoning? A bludgeoning right. device. Yeah, a bludgeoning. The sword is a melee weapon. Yeah. The bludgeoner. Yeah, like I'm, I, I've got this club. It's My like ex-girlfriend used to call me the bludgeoner. It's like neat. It's about this long, uh, about a foot and a half long, and um, and it's like a, a solid piece of wood, and it looks, it basically looks like a tomahawk, but instead of being a metal, it's like a, it's a fucking war hammer. Hmm. So it's like a rock. And it's got like beads and feathers. It's like a Native American mm-hmm. war hammer. That thing, you fucking crush some skulls. Or chalet. Yeah. Chalet yeah. is. You know, I love stuff uh, like an that. Awesome weapon. Uh, like the the character from uh, like a shillelagh. Yeah. The gangs in New York. The uh, barber. Yeah. Yeah. His his bludgeoning weapon. Whatever the hell that thing was. Or another thing I really like. I like like well. So like I use a brush axe on the farm a fair bit just for clearing brush. It's it's like an axe handle, but it's got like a curved blade on mm-hmm. the end of it. So that to me, like because I've swung that a lot, and I feel like I'm kind of proficient with it. That to me t- makes me really like the weapon that um, Ch- Chinga Chuk in Last of the Mohicans has that yeah. big like axe warhammer thing that he like cuts that he cuts Magua up with. Yeah, mm. like a big bludgeoning thing like that that also has spikes on it. So and it's can, also weighted, so you can throw it. You could slash it or yeah. use it like a hammer type thing, like a big, but it's probably somewhat lightweight. Yeah. I think hey. we should all get swords and uh, go cut some bamboo at Chuck's house. That's a good idea. <laughs> but I <laughs> see we've always talked about this before. What weapon, you know, would be best? What's your guy? What is your main melee weapon? As if you're a D and D character, let's do that right now. We've done this before. Let's do it. Yeah, again. we can always do it again. Who gives a shit? So, I, so I already said mine. I'm I've got the I've got the ninja sword with the whip. That's my shtick. And then I also am good at like throwing knives, and I probably have a bow or something or a crossbow. And I'm also probably trying trying to learn to be a magician. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I'm trying to transition from being a warrior into a mage, so it's so I've, I've got a little bit of both. Well, you could be a dual class. I'm, tr- I'm trying to become dual class. I'm trying to right. learn wizardry, but I was born a warrior. Okay, I was born like poor and didn't have access to the books and stuff. And they're like, "Oh, you can't become a wizard unless you start at an early age." And I'm like, "I'm going to defy the odds." It's, yeah, it's a hero's journey. It's and really- then and then as I get really good with magic and become less strong, I'll ditch the sword but keep the whip. And then I'll have like a staff and a whip as I become more it's powerful. That's a really cool idea. It'd be sort of like, oh, uh, I forget the black guy on uh, The Walking Dead, but he won't kill anybody. He just he uses Aikido and he uses a staff. Morgan? Morgan, yeah. yeah. He uses a bow staff now. His, uh, he's actually British. Yeah. Um, for me, 
I, I mean, I'm. What would be best? I mean, I'm really strong, and you know, but I don't want a just a big swing and miss weapon. You know, like no pole axes, no halberds, none of that crap. I mean, if you miss with one of those, you're fucked. Um, that's something you could use like at the outset of a battle, like swing it once and then be be ready to drop yeah, and, and then yeah, go ready. Short sword. Yeah. Um, I would think a, a, a Chinese broadswords are awesome because they have a benefit of being a heavy slashing weapon, plus with the you know, with the de- with the, almost the devastation power of a, a an English broadsword is it's a hammer, it's an edged hammer, is all that really fucking is. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Chinese broadswords, God, are, damn, yeah, they're they're pretty great. Um, yeah, they have benefits of the katana because you can get it around real fast. Um, and then. A short sword, like a, a like a gladius. Gladiuses are awesome, you know, because uh, especially one with a notch in it, because you can catch somebody else's sword and break it. You know, that's a, you know, if you're swinging at, you can catch it and you know just twist, and it's got a mm, thing on it. Those too. are cool looking too. Yeah, I like that one. Those are actually the weapons that the uh, that the gladiators carry. Hence the name, but also it's the sword that the Roman legions, you know, Roman legions did not carry big long like. Big long British sword, like uh, swords, were more of a uh, a Celt Gaul, you know, um, weapon. The Romans believed in the spear, the short sword, and you know, and the big shield. So, I'm into the shillelagh, dude. Shillelagh's awesome. I'm into a shillelagh and uh, maybe an axe. Axes are good, but uh, I would always get a shillelagh. Yeah, it's an Irish club. Oh yeah, yeah that's what I was yeah. going to say. That's that's my deal. That's we can both do that. Yeah, that's maybe what a butterfly knife or five. What Fit Finley used to use. Use the gold. Fuck yeah, shillelagh. he brought one out then. Yep, and you can use it as a walking stick. Remember Blind Fury? He had he had a uh, sword hidden in his cane. Yeah, I used to have was, one of those. You remember Blind Fury, the wrestler? No, Blind Fury was a. Uh, it was a movie, and it was a blind guy. I believe it was. Um, God damn it! I, what is the the guy he was in? Um, it's the fucking Rucker Hauer. I remember that one. Um, Ninja Stars. When I was a kid, I was a fan of Ninja Stars. Never Ninja, could get yeah, but Ninja Stars down. are so like I, they, I've seen they, some. You know, they'll stick in you. I've seen stuff about them though, like all the Ninja stuff. Most of it's nonsense. It's a it's yeah. a it's a creation. You know, oh, a bettering man. But I'm just saying that the. That they the ninjas were not they they were not uh, actually a, a real thing per se they were like they're mystified quite a bit right and they they're just they were just samurai usually Ronin who killed for money they you know they were okay which is a real bettering <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple of them at the house I really want to throw them. <laughs> no uh, boomerang is a good weapon bettering I don't know I, I like a good a throwing axe is great. Um, a mace. You know, it's a really, a a, really underrated good. weapon that's that's extremely portable. That's like accessible to even poor people. Is the sling? Yeah, like David and Goliath. You right. can, yeah, you can really fuck somebody up with one of those. If you and I've seen people who are good with them. Oh yeah, boom. You know, it's what? just like being able to throw ten times faster than you can throw. I think those were uh, regulars of the of the Roman army too. They had slingers and they had, uh, of course, crossbows were more modern. You know, yeah, but. Uh, I was just thinking, uh, have you ever seen the movie Bad Boys from the 80s with Sean Penn where he goes to prison? Yes. Pillowcase filled with pop cans. It's oh, yeah. a good weapon. 
<laughs> there was a guy I knew. There was a guy I knew who got into a fight down in down in fucking Montgomery with a great big dude, and he pulled out. He had a sock in his pocket waiting for this, and would just pick up a rock off the ground, threw it in that sock, and bang, fucking knock the guy in the head with. It. <laughs> and we were just awesome. like. He's just like he got rock socked, man. I was like, you you keep that for that reason? <laughs> what kind of a man are you? Yeah. It's kind of badass, though. You're yeah, a, you're a Candleton Holler Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that for a name. Candleton Holler Ninja is definitely. Then we're gonna have to a third one though, because we've got Candleton Candleton Greyjoy, Candleton Holler Ninja, and then we're gonna we have can to make have it Palton Holler Ninja. <laughs> Well, I mean, but we could do a trilogy. Like, it would be part of a trilogy. <laughs> and then they meet in the yeah. third installment, the Candleton Holler Ninja. The Candleton Holler. And the, Pal- uh, and the Palton Holler Ronin. Yeah. And, and, Candleton, <laughs> and Candleton Greyjoy. Yeah. <laughs> They're all different people. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention that on my favorite things. What's that? I'm not trying to... Go ahead, man. I'm saying that uh, I read a bunch of sample chapters for from the new Game of Thrones book, mm-hmm. uh, Winds of Winter. There's no way that show could have lived up to the stuff I read. Like, for one thing, that character that they put in, uh, Euron Greyjoy, it is not even a consideration, you know, who is the, which is the better representation. He's an awesome fucking character. He's just absolutely, for one thing, he's crazy. And not crazy like on the show where he's just some kind of tough guy. He's, he's like legitimately likes to hurt people and, you know, his own family members and all kinds of shit. He's, he's awful. He's an awful person. But then the, uh, there's the chapter where, uh, Tyrion has a chapter that's really good. He's, they're getting ready to go into this big battle and he's with the free companies at this point. Um, and then, uh, I I can't, there were so many, there was like five of them and I read them. I sent, I sent you a, a part of one of them that was one of the best writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's he's just describing this swamp, and he does it in a paragraph. Hmm. The guy's a fucking master. Like he can completely evoke what it smells, looks like, feels like in one paragraph. Boom. But he's also his books are huge. I don't know how he does it. Like he's he's very brief, but then his books are a thousand pages long. So it's wow. fucking crazy. Sorry. Okay. Hmm. Oh, another thing was um, I read. It's kind of like remembered. So it's like, oh yeah, I have a sword. Uh, when I was obsessed with swords and stuff when I was a kid, and you know, I just pestered my parents about like I need a sword. I want a sword. I want a sword. And I looked at them in catalogs constantly. And eventually, my parents said, "Okay, well, but you know, we'll pick it out and it's for Christmas, and we'll get you a sword." And so I guess they went to like Eastern Arts or something and picked one out. I remember that place. And it's um, it resembles like um. Like a rape, like a is it rapier, rapier, yeah. rapier from um, like Princess Bride with the fancy handle, yeah. handwork on it, mm-hmm. but it's only about thirty, about thirty inches long, and it's kind of more like a broadsword. It's like a little broader handle, but it's like just the perfect weight. You know, it was big enough for me as a kid, not too big. I was able to handle it, and I picked it up. I was swinging it around the other day, and like realized, like man, I've I've actually practiced a lot with a sword. Mm-hmm. Like as a kid, I'd forgot like that I kind of had some moves. And that this sword felt right to me, like the weight of it, the length of it. And I was like, maybe that's why I'm looking for a sword that's exactly this length. Right. Because like subconsciously, I, I know I'm already proficient with this. You've created the uh, mind-muscle links. To, yeah, the, without the, knowing The neural pathways. Yeah, subconsciously, yeah. I was looking for the sword that I'd already trained right. with. But obviously a different style, a different kind of, a, from a different, um, you know, a different worldhood. 
but I've you know so I've got that sword back out and I've been pra- and it's not sharpened, mm-hmm. so it's like dull. It's like a good practice sword, and it's put together well enough. You know, it's never broken on me, but I've never sharpened it or tried to use it to slash with. It's just more like a practice sword, and it looks pretty cool. So I've been, dope. So I'm continuing. I'm wanting a sword I'm, now. I've got I'm extending. I'm extending my martial arts training to also include weapons that are not guns, like swords, whips, stuff like that. And I feel like learning how to use a weapon as an extension of your body will help me think more about, okay, now I should think about my fists as weapons that are extensions. You know what I mean? It helps you think about certain strikes. A certain, one strike is like a whip. Mm-hmm. Another strike is like stabbing. Another st- strike is like a bludgeon. You know, and then there's choking. You can use the whip for jujitsu to choke people with the whip. If you're good at jujitsu, it's basically like you just have a jujitsu weapon. Right. That's what a whip is. It's, it's a whip, something you can use to grapple, literally grapple someone, pull them, disarm them, and then wrap it around them and fucking choke them, or wrap it around their arm and then you stab them or whatever. You know what I mean? And so, like, it, it all ties together. Like in all the ancient traditional martial arts, almost all of them include some kind of weapons training mm-hmm. because. You're not going to bring your fist to a gunfight. Right. You're not going to bring your fist to a sword fight. You're going to bring a weapon. You're always, and that's what human beings do. We don't, we're not, def- we can't defend ourselves against a bear or a wolf or whatever with our bare hands. You can try, but we're going to look around for a stick, for a rock. Yeah. We're going to throw rocks. We're going to look for a sharpen a spear, have a spear already sharpened and ready. We're looking for something to use. For a weaker person to throw at the animal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Push the wife and kids in front and run. We're, we're using our brains to, to incorporating our brains with our posable thumb thingies with tools is what, you know what I mean, is what we're best at. So I would like to see, like to trace, like we've talked about this before, like especially, you know, in fantasy, he had even distilled it into a thing that the IEL wouldn't carry a sword because it was only to kill another human being, you know, yeah, which was a. One of the coolest fucking ideas ever put in fantasy, but that's not true. They're really good for slash and brush. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying that like a, a machete or something like that built for that, even though it would be good for the purpose. the The reason a sword was created was to kill another person, and you know, there's so many varieties of swords, you know, in, across so many cultures. You know, the katana, that, but. And I've seen this argument a, a thousand times. The, the katana is the perfect weapon. It gives you just enough reach. You can really slash with it. You you can't really stab with it, but you know you can. It does have an an end on it, but it's all slashing, and it's the fastest, and it's the most economical for for how much reach you get for how much rebound. You know what I mean? So like all the European swords, pretty much are just way too large, or they're not. You know, a rapier just is is stabbing only. It doesn't really have an edge on it. And then you have a saber, which is somewhat too long a broadsword was like as i said it, you know it's just a fucking hammer with an edge on it i mean they're heavy as shit there's um there's one i looked at that was into of the oh. western the western varieties that was a um an italian longsword yeah like a two-handed mm-hmm. that the blade's not too wide on so it's not too heavy yeah so you can use it with one hand like a rapier but then you can also slash with it or stab with it would that be a bastard sword is that what that is would that be considered a bastard sword um I think it's 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 a similar size and shape, but mm-hmm. not identical. About like that. What is that? Italian longsword. Long Italian longsword. Yeah. Uh, not too heavy, but but heavy enough that you could cut someone's head off with. Right. It. Or, like, but but more designed for stabbing. Right. Remember that giant sword that Ned used to cut people's heads off with? That was, that was a great sword. Badass. Jesus Christ. That was. That <laughs> was like a weight what's, what's the brave hard sword? Was it called? Claymore. A, a claymore. Yeah. yeah. That was a such a dope name. 
Yeah, and there were so many things you that could do with is, it. You those were like as tall as the dudes that were using them. Yeah, I remember watching one of those, uh, uh, The Deadliest Warrior, and they were talking about William Wallace versus Shaka Zulu. And the guys for Shaka Zulu were, they were losing, so they tr- kind of got offended, and they started to try to make it racial. Like, say, <laughs> I mean, they did. They said, well, he was just, he and the, the guy who was William Wallace was like, he was American, but he was Scottish descended. He was very proud of it, and it was extremely knowledgeable. So you could tell he's just kind of getting on his nerves after a while. And um, they were saying something, you know, you know, where their uh, Shaka Zulu would beat him just because he's just genetically better. And he said, William Wallace, he said, I got one word for you. And he threw the sword down. Steal. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, that day he's like, no, there's, there's, a reason, there's a reason why we talk about the Stone Age exactly. and the Bronze exactly. Age. They did have iron and maybe even steel for their spears and everything, but the the swordsmiths in in Europe were. I would even I don't I think they get a bum rap next to the Japanese swordsmiths, you know, and the Chinese swordsmiths. I think they were every bit as good, you know. It's just that our culture, with that aspect of it, it you know, stopped being became obsolete much 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 uh, sooner than you know because Japanese were still carrying katanas into World War Two, so, you know, so. You know, it, it just became kind of a silly thing. Why would you need a sword? We're modern men. You know what I mean? And we didn't hang on to our uh, the pride of our culture because you're seen as silly for doing that. You know what I mean? Japanese, it's seen as something almost mystical that you're bonded to your sword and they give their swords names, and, which is the coolest fucking thing. I know the hound doesn't like it, but yeah. <laughs> what's that line? It's my sword needle. It's like you named your sword. <laughs> Lots of people name their swords. Lots of cunts. <laughs> 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 Love that. Um, coolest name for a sword is the girl from uh, Ipanema, from uh, the Wolverine. She pulls she pulls the sword out, lays it on the table, and says, "This sword is said something in Japanese. It's called the Separator." So, <laughs> I was like, "That's the coolest." I actually came up in my fantasy uh, some of the coolest names I came up with. One was called um, the Thirsty One. Because it uh, wants blood. Yeah. Um, then there was uh, necessary because super necessary. Change it to super. <laughs> yeah. Very necessary. It yeah. became a it became a, a, a salt and pepper album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, it was by a guy who was a who had to use it and he was decent with it. But it was just more workmanlike. You know, he used his fists instead. The the main character was more of a boxer than he was anything else. But. That's all, folks. That's it. Nothing else? Yeah, that's it. Any, any more uh, favorite things, John? I think that could be the end. Um, mine would be The Outsider on HBO. Oh, um, um, go ahead. Th- this could be. This might be both of our favorite thing. There's the. There's a new uh, uh, positive asshole video. Oh yeah. Mm, oh my yeah, god. Yeah. I thought I'm that excited. guy died. Uh, oh no. We're <laughs> not sure. He's going strong. I got it. He's definitely going strong. Hell yeah! He's like a, a well put together. He's been, he's been quiet since summer. Yeah. Since summertime, he hasn't said anything. I love the way he starts it out too. He kind of what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he walks in. Man, you had good ideas, right? 
you were going to fucking get some shit done, weren't you? <clears throat> yeah, you thought, shut up. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you think. You just are here to shut the fuck up and listen to me. And if you don't like it, then shut the goddamn rant off. Otherwise, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's great. You're not here for shit. You're here for paying taxes. You pay taxes on every goddamn thing you do. You own a house, you paid fucking taxes. Car, taxes. Kids, school, pay more fucking taxes and shut the fuck up. Because that's what you're here to do. Is pay taxes and shut the fuck up. <laughs> the government doesn't care about your name. They got That's why they have a social security number. Go ahead, call up the government and use your name and see if they give a fuck about who you are. Because they don't, motherfucker. <laughs> and then you turn around and vote and elect them like you think it fucking means anything. You pick the people that fuck you over. You should be so fucking proud. I pay taxes too, but at least I'm acknowledging the shit. <laughs> At least I'm not some passive asshole posting a party on Facebook like they're better than the other one when they all take your fucking money. Fuck you. <laughs> you want to come on here and write in the comments that you're better than me or you got an ego or you think shit's right, then fuck you. This guy's amazing. Yeah, I love them. I'll fucking delete your shit just like they do. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Where's this guy based out of? He seems like he, he could be from Tennessee, West Virginia, Kentucky, yeah, really or West Virginia-esque. He could be from Alabama, South Carolina. I like the fact that he ended it with that just disdainful look. <laughs> he's pretty good. He's a hero of mine, honestly. Um, I was I was saying the Outsider on HBO. It is a um, Stephen King adaptation. Yeah. Jason Bateman. Right? Jason Bateman yeah. is the director. It might be the best fucking Stephen King thing ever. It might be one that it's a, I don't know if they're going to do more than one season. I don't know. If, I don't know if, if it has enough material to go that long, but it is so fucking good. Hmm. Do you know what it's about? Have you ever read the book? Uh, I, I got the gist of it. Like there's a murder committed and they say it's him, but it's not him. And I don't know. I don't know all of it. I don't want to ruin it because you have to watch it. I'll watch it. I'll it is yeah, so I'm fucking get into good. It. I'm, I'm all I'm all for Stephen King properties. It is. Um, well, the thing is, there's evidence of him of uh, the the character picking up a kid and and putting putting him in a van, but also there's video of him at the same time on the same day, hundreds of miles away at like a real estate conference or whatever it is mm -hmm. that he does. So, is is there a doppelganger thing going on? We don't. We don't. I know because I've watched it, but it is so fucking good. Is it ongoing or is it done? Like it's it's. Uh, there's one episode left in this season. comes comes out tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But it's so fucked up. It's graphic. You couldn't do this on any other channel. I'm not even sure Netflix will let you go this far. Jesus. Yeah. Really. Yeah, it doesn't show kids getting hurt and stuff, does it? Doesn't show it. Okay, but kids do get hurt. Oh, I know, but I mean, I can take something 
knowing something happened, but I, I can't even in like it doesn't show the actual act. Okay, I can't do that. I just can't. It, but um, I, I just want to explain the entire thing, but I can't because it's so good. Well, and, well, and you have to watch. Keep it, it for next week. And yeah, we'll keep it for next week. We'll try to get just to go. Watch, we'll just get binge right through it. Discuss. Binge right the fuck through it. It is so fucking good. It'll make your dick fall off. Neat. Um, there's a whole bunch of great people in it too. It's not just Bateman. Bateman's I saw great. some of the cast, and they all look good. You know, it's HBO just Ben Mendelsohn. God, he's great. He's fucking tremendous. Yeah, he's he's so good. Um, one of, you know what one of his first things was? Quickly Down Under. Really? Yeah. He had a small role in that. He is. Is he? He's he's either British or Australian or something. He's British. Yeah, he's fucking great. Yeah, he's really good. But uh, I just want to make it everyone because uh, I don't want to talk about the plot. Let's all try to watch it and then we'll talk about it next yeah, week. It is so fucking good. Yeah, I got three days off. I'm, th- I'm going to binge something. And um, the fight's coming up tonight. I'm pretty excited about. You got Style Bender. Yeah. Versus Yoel Ramiro. I love you. I love you. No, forget Jesus. Uh, here's how badass Stylebender is. He didn't. He doesn't have to fight Yoel Romero. He Yoel, asked for it. Yoel Romero. Yoel Romero has lost two fights in a row, and he's like, no, because Stylebender's the champion. He's like, I want to fight him because he's the guy everybody's fucking scared of. So that's awesome. I'm going to fight him, and they're like, okay, and everybody's like, yes, yeah, sure. But there's like the other contenders in the division are like, come on, yeah, like. I just beat him. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's that's that's who he wants to fucking fight. Um, then Joanna versus Wiley Zhang. That should be a fucking barn burner. Yeah, she's a, a fight. she's a mean girl. Both of those girls are ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. And uh, last night we did. I went to the uh, anything yeah. goes thing and Bell and Aaron got to see. He Aaron's been to the. Uh, I went to the, the more put together show. But he got to see the weirdness. Yeah, it was good. That was loud. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> and Shelton was there too. I yeah. enjoyed every. I had a blast. Like I was, I'm going to go back. Was, was Frampton at this one again? No, he didn't come to this one. Hmm. He tries to get paying gigs on Fridays, hmm. and this thing's only. It's the first Friday of every month, so the next one's whatever the first Friday in April is. How? What kind of crowd was it? It was. I think there was 15 people there, which hmm. is. Last time it was just the performers and two people. Yeah, this, there was fifteen people, and then if the p- performers would come out and sit out in the audience with yeah, us, this, it would fill the place better. But the performers won't. They there's like four or five of the weird. performers that sit in the green room to the side of the stage. Why the fuck are you sitting that's in the green fr- green room when you're playing at, at fucking Bell West Virginia that's to your friends? That's, that's kind of rude. It's it? a, it's just a strange delineation. Yeah. To, well, people want to feel like stars. Yeah, yeah. You're, but you're not. Yeah. I mean, if anybody should sit in the green room, it's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that was weird to me. Uh, but yeah, the um, the uh, the comedy was fun. Yeah, it was it was a good time. There's a couple of them that you're just like, what are we doing? Yeah, well, uh, it makes me want to do it though. Yeah, uh, if if I don't know, I, I'm I'm not good in front of people and stuff. So I, they've got so much more confidence, and you know, than I Did ever you, will have. Do you really think any of them, except for say for two or three of them, had really any confidence in anything they were saying? They have to have a little. They want people to hear what they have to say. I, I you know, know what I'm saying. Well, you might have confidence that you like it. But you might have zero confidence that someone else is going to like it. Yeah, I guess so. Because yeah. like I like, I think my jokes are funny. Yeah. It doesn't mean 
it's not going to bomb. I think it'll help you write some jokes. I'm, I think I'm d- decently good at writing a joke. I just, well, it's just deliver it's, it. I'm just not very good at it. A lot of storytelling that could have been There's a lot less of fat. story. There's yeah. A, yeah. The, the economy of words and a lot of these people, and and it's not their fault. They're Most of them are, They're under, new and they, are yeah. under a year, and you don't even get any good at it until you're 10 years in stand-up comedy from what I've gathered from all the comedians I listen to. He's like, yeah, like Bill Burr, he said in his first 10 years, he was doing impressions of other people, really. Yeah. All of them were like, I was just doing my... It's all David Tell. David Tell's everybody's favorite comedian. Yeah. So they're like, we were all just doing... Bill David Burr said he was doing... The, Everybody did. Yeah. At the, at the beginning. They weren't... It's subconscious. It's just like me when I first started playing music, I was trying to sound like the Beatles and Pearl Jam and everybody else. And I still fucking kind of do. But that's just because that's what's in my brain. Right. I'm more... I'm more ripping off Neil Young and Bright Eyes nowadays, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but uh, um, Rogan always says, if you're thinking about doing stand-up comedy, go to a stand-up comedy open mic and realize that everybody fucking sucks, and it's, that'll make you kind of want to do it. All right. I wish I'd have went to one 20 years ago. <laughs> it's all. Well, I mean... Dude, still give it a shot. I mean, yeah. The, if I'm going to do, we it, have all the opportunity. If I'm going to do it, that's the place I'm going to do it because I can go up and do five minutes of uh, stand up, and then later on I can go up and do my music, which I'm good at and I have confidence in, so I can redeem myself later, <laughs> so it won't be a terrible night. Well, <laughs> you can give yourself an easy act to follow. Yeah, I, I think you'll. Do, <laughs> I think you do quite a, lot, a bit better than you think you do. I think I do okay. It's just you I have, a you lot of, have to project. You're plenty funny, but I I don't know. I don't know if that would translate onto the mic at first, like because you're that's the thing. so dry. I mean, you have to have more of a delivery, you know, unless that's your shtick. You know, it's like yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There was a guy last night, and I like him, and I think he's going to end up being very good. But his whole shtick is um, he puts himself over, like the joke's never on him. Okay. Like it's all it's it's always about how good he is at fucking or hey, um, him telling girls no. Yeah, but is it that can't be the that's not the character. The guy has everything. Like he he's got a presence. I mean, he looks like he's been doing it for a couple of years. It's just I have no idea how long he's been doing it, and I hope he doesn't listen to this. Uh, no, I, I well, like the guy because I like him, and he's he's going to be very good. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, but I mean, I can't say anything. I can't say anything either. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm I, only ever. I did. I did funny. pay to watch him. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, you paid to watch me. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going. Like I said, I think I'm going to try it. Um, um, you guys have probably heard all, anything that I would talk about, so um, I, I can just put those thoughts together. Maybe try to eke out five minutes. Try not to say the n word. Um, Good luck. It's hard. It's that's, difficult. That's a toughie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, open up with uh, I don't like black people. I love them. <laughs> open up with something like that. Yeah. Just leave, let it like, sit there. <laughs> <laughs> David Spade had one of those. He's no, I don't want to rip off David Spade. No, he. It was kind of like that. He said, "He said it's against race against black people." He's like, "Some of my best friends like black people." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, I remember I watched one of his stand-up specials in like the late 90s. 
He was, was good. It was his first one after getting off Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fucking shit, he's really fucking funny. He is good. He's man. back doing it again now. Mm-hmm. And he has that show. His show's doing great. On, uh, Comic and I, Central. It makes me happy. It's supposed to be really good. I've, yeah. I've only seen the clips that Tim Dillon's in. I, I watched the clips that on YouTube. I, I follow that show on YouTube. Well, his thing, when he used to do the uh, Hollywood Minute that was just his stand up. I mean, yeah. it's just that, and that was fucking hilarious. They tried to make a show out of that on Comedy Central and it didn't work, but the one he's doing now works better because there's a panel. Mm-hmm. He has other comedians on that he can bounce off and of. And a lot of like good comedians. Yeah. Like, and, really good ones. And people that I'm happy to see on TV. Yeah, like uh, Christina P goes on there a lot. Uh, Todd Glass. Todd Glass. I love Todd Glass. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that guy's funny. Yeah, he's one of the best. Everything about that guy's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I might try it sometime. See what happens. We could do a live PFR. That lady will let me do anything I want there. She wants me to She's have a sweet lady. Have my own night where we do a, a Dutch concert, and I'm like, well, I don't, I can't really draw. Nobody gives a shit about me. So I'll see if I can get a bunch of other people to come and do a show with me. Yeah, call it Dutch Underwood and Friends. Yeah, or whatever. It's it's hard to get people to come to an abandoned fastenal in the Quincy Shopping <laughs> Plaza. Who knew? I mean, yeah. such a venue. They're making a thing out of it. It looks great in there. Yeah, yeah, it looks it looks awesome. But it's just at the end of a dead shopping plaza where there's a Geno's and a state trooper satellite outlet. Yeah, and uh, a Shoney's. God, Shoney's can't be. Nobody's ever in there. No, there's a lot of people in it's there all the really? time. It's cooking on Sundays and Saturdays oh, in yeah. the afternoon. And whatever uh, senior day is. Yeah. You got to think, all those churches, Twin Hills is closed. Yeah. God, Twin Dude, I'm, I miss that, Twin Hills. That was a heartbreaker. Man. Fucking trucker special. Hell yeah. What was the trucker special? Two, uh, three eggs any style, beef steak home fries, biscuits and gravy. The for toast. beef steak. Wow. Yeah. That's a big one. It's delish. It's only like five ninety five. You remember the Captain Special? I didn't. I never got the Captain just, Special. It's just all fried fish. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> like a seafood platter type. Thing. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. pretty great. It's all things you could get out of a Gorton seafood section. Yeah, just throw it together on one plate. Hey, there. I, I went there and I had their beefsteak sandwich. Like every time I went, I love that that freaking sandwich, man. Mm. Twin Hills. Yeah, that was the drunken. That's that's the site uh, though of something that uh, is one of the worst things to happen to me in my college years. What was happened? that Twin Hills? Mm-hmm. Twin Hills? It didn't happen to me. What like bad could possibly ever happen to Twin Hills? It it didn't happen necessarily. All right, let me explain. Um, we were in there eating after a night of drinking down at the Fytal House. That would be where you go. And. Um, we stopped in there, and a and a friend of mine came in, Jeff Woodson. You remember any Jeff? relation to Wad, Rod Woodson from the Pittsburgh Steelers? No, definitely not. Could not be more opposite <laughs> from Rod Woodson, redheaded white guy who was Jeff was awesome. He's a really, really he's he was he was one of us. He was funny. He was uh, racist. Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of n words. <laughs> no, he was. But he he also like all our, all of our childhood he drove like a maniac like in any car he had, so we're there and this trailer pulls up and it's a fucking new motorcycle, it's raining, you know it's like two o'clock in the morning, and and I'm talking to him and he's like well, I'm gonna drive us home I'm like man be careful I mean it's it's dangerous, he goes flying out of the fucking parking lot, 
Sure enough, about half an hour later, here come all the fucking, you know, ambulances and fire trucks. I'm like, no way, this can't be. And it's oh, like, God. It was him. He had, he had gotten, he rolled underneath a coal truck and got decapitated. Oh, what was Jesus, he, I remember oh, this. On the yeah. bike. Yeah. Was this in yeah, the, I, I saw him literally right before it happened. I mean, Late it was, 90s, early aughts. It was, yeah, it was about early 96. Was probably. it 96? Probably 95, 96. Um, yeah, I remember that. It happened right there at the Cold Temple, didn't it? Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, man, it was, it fucked all, it fucked with all of us because he was, he's, he wasn't just some acquaintance, man. He was our friend, you know, and was one of those guys, he was really going to, he was going to be like make his mark somehow. I just knew, I'm not saying that because he's, because he died I'm saying in hindsight Like he was just one of those people That had uh, like drive And intelligence and all that stuff He would have done something You know And it just It was it was bad hmm. That's rough Yeah Twin Hills Twin Hills <laughs> At the end of that Twin Hills <laughs> Come to Twin Hills You'll lose your head over it Ah oh, shit <laughs> Too soon <laughs> Too soon It's been almost 30 years eh, 24 years We're good I think it's good um, You guys remember The prediction I made Last week about uh, Everybody throwing Their delegates behind uh, Michael Bloomberg For president And then Him choosing Hillary As his running mate And then uh, Having a health event And then she steps in To be the uh, nominee For president Yeah Change that to Biden <laughs> Why well, is she is as he thrown that one out? Yeah, he, he dropped out and threw all of his support behind Biden, as did Pete Booty Jones. Yeah, that's and everybody. Amy Cloud Boot Jar. Every the only people left in it are uh and Elizabeth Warren dropped out. The only people left are Bernie, Biden, and Tulsi. And Tulsi got a delegate at the uh in the primaries on Tuesday or whatever. And which means she's supposed to automatically be in the next debate, but they changed the rules the day after, so she's not going to be in the next. That's debate. That's fucking ridiculous. Yes, it is. That's so, see, it's not ridiculous. That's something that Bill Maher said, and I, and I agree with it completely. He said the Republicans just have to fight the Democrats. The Democrats have to fight the Democrats and the Republicans. You know what I mean? So it's like they're just so much infighting, so much attacking. You know, cancel culture, all that bullshit. You know, and they don't like her because I don't know because she'll she'll go on Fox News and talk to them like yeah. they're humans. Yeah, and uh, because she um she when um what's his name got sick, she actually sent him a you know yeah. Rush Limbaugh. She was actually nice to Rush Limbaugh. Yes, things like that. People don't like that being a human. So they change. You, you can be nice to someone without rules. excusing without excusing what kind of person yes. they are. You know what I mean? It's like. That's not an excuse for him to say that you hope somebody doesn't die. It's or, actually or, you know. it's actually not a mark of compassion if you do it to someone that you already love. That's not exactly. compassion. I mean, it's, it's only compassion if you do it to your, you know, someone that you we know are at odds with. That that's the mark of that's that measures the actual level of, you know, goodness is that you're a, a, an act of goodness towards you know, an, an enemy. An unlikely candidate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's going to happen. Hillary's going to end up being the nominee for president after Biden chooses her to be his running mate. And Joe Biden, God bless him. That that brain just ain't working no more, man. How about mm-hmm. not God bless him? Um, fucking sniffleupagus. <laughs> fucking sleepiest, creepiest, sniffiest, he's weirdest def- motherfucker. He's definitely pedophile adjacent. 
And as everybody knows, we are the most anti-pedophilia podcast in the world. I did announce that last night. The standard. (laughs) I announced that last night that uh, I'm on the most anti-pedophilia podcast because I called Elvis a pedophile. (laughs) And nobody (laughs) gave him anything over it. Nobody gave me anything. (laughs) Got nothing. Uh, Well, I went on a rant about um, how uh, Neil Diamond, they called him the Jewish Elvis. And I was like, he's actually better than Elvis. He actually wrote all of his own music and he wrote a bunch of shit for other people. Now, I don't think people talk enough about how Elvis was a pedophile. Speaking of pedophiles, I'm on the world's most anti-pedophilia <laughs> podcast, Pillowfort Radio. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, that's going to happen. Um, Budichich, Budichich. There's that fucking David Pakman. Let me just say as a, uh, as a sidebar, I, I, talking I like about that guy. T- yeah, I do too. But he's he's been on this thing where he says he thinks Trump's losing it, and he throws some clips up. I'm like, I think he's right. Like he's he's on something. Like he's on some kind of uh, you know accelerant. I'd say or he's yeah, he's it's on Adderall. It's it's on Adderall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he comes down off of it, he'll just you know he'll start slurring his words and yeah. And then and then when he was and he's a fucking he's a he's a toddler. You know how kids when the, when there's an official you know th- something going on, they just can't stand still and they you know. During that whole fucking thing where they talk about the coronavirus, watch Trump when that guy's talking in front of him. He's just like <laughs> looking around. He, he if he had a backpack, he'd be the kid who put the backpack on his head. Like, well, <laughs> the the analogy that I would more likely draw between Donald Trump and, and a toddler or a child is that you know what we can say that's true about our children and Donald Trump is that they are our future. <laughs> well. Teach them well and let them lead the way. <laughs> Show them all the beauty they possess. Ha ha ha! Because they're going to be terrible. The future adults and Donald Trump is going to be the future yep. ruler who the rules on and on and on and sure. on. It goes on and on and on and on and on. And I just can't wait till the future gets here. There was a fucking Biden clip. Um, here's all Joe Biden's cringiest bloopers. As soon as this ad plays. I love bloopers. I love gaffes. Why 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 you're getting nervous, man? And Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. I'm not sedentary. I don't I get up and and no let him go. Let him go. Look, the reason I'm running is because I've been around a long time and I know more than most people know. And I can get things done. That's why I'm running. And you want to check my shape on, let's do push-ups together here, man. Let's do, let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. Let's take a nice pizza. I don't mind that. No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. You said you were. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone. And so he was up on the board, wouldn't listen to me. I said, hey, Esther, you. Off the board, or I'll come up and drag you off. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by that. Go, you know the, you know the thing. <laughs> we all created by that thing. Just as talented white kids. I'm beginning <laughs> to see why your wife left you. And <laughs> Sorry, that was fucking, that was hilarious. You yeah. walk out with that chain. And you walk to the car and say, you may cut me, man, but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. If you agree with me, go to Joe... Three o three three o, and help me in this fight. Thank you very much. Uh, See, Trump's just as bad, but he's more entertaining with him. He's the best. He's the best we got. That's yeah. all you can say. 
That's what I was I was going to play a video uh, from Shane Gillis. Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Seeing Trump try to say Buttigieg, and then he's 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 sneaking homophobic things in there, basically. I mean, Booty gig? Yeah, stuff like that. He's just... Here's a clip from uh, Shane, the comedian, Shane Gillis. to admit one thing. Like, left or right, I think we need to come together and admit that he is funny. <laughs> and then we can go from there, whether that's good or bad. I'm tired of having conversations with people that are like, there's nothing funny about this president. <laughs> Like, I don't know. During Hurricane Dorian, he tweeted out, maybe we should nuke it. <laughs> that was a thing. That was a real thing. That happened this year. And people, everybody moved on. The president earlier this year was like, we got a big storm coming. You guys want me to fucking blow it up? <laughs> everyone was like, no. He's like, all right. <laughs> Off it's on the table. <laughs> but he's, he's funny. And I'm tired of people saying he's not. Like, it's... It's crazy. He is funny. It's funny, too, because I do stand-up in New York, so I hear all these comics, like, all the time be like, the president is, like, an actual red or orange piece of shit. It's like, you're lucky he's not next. He would bury you. <laughs> most comedians. It's a weird time to live. If I was a Democrat, I'd be, like, begging to get rid of the debates. We need to get rid of it, because that's how he went. Like, he's, he's undefeated in debates. He's undefeated in every debate he's been in, and he's never said a fact at one of the debates. <laughs> he's never, never once said a fact. He argues like a fifth grader, and he's funny. It's impossible to beat him in a debate. You can hit him with as many facts as you want, and he just goes, no. <laughs> how did no one prepare for that? <laughs> You could just say no in the middle of the debate. <laughs> Wrong. I remember the first debate. He came out, the Republican debate. He just walked out, walked on stage, came right out, was just like, Rand Paul is ugly. <laughs> the whole crowd was just like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Rand Paul was like, what are, we, what are we talking about? He's ugly. And everyone was like, shut the fuck up, Rand Paul. <laughs> uh, God damn, that dude's funny. <laughs> they, SNL fucked up whenever they fired him. Yeah. Because just that guy, he's a big, fat, likable dude from Philadelphia sitting at the update desk doing that. Yeah. It, it's fucking gold. Yeah, that guy's hilarious. But no, he made one ching chong ding dong joke. And, and it wasn't even a ching chong ding. It wasn't a joke. It, it, I mean, it was a joke, but he was talk, He was putting himself in a As, certain time period. Yeah, he was playing a, the character of the city planner. Oh, we'll just put the chinks in Chinatown. That's what he's, he was yeah, a city planner. Was, he was doing a sketch. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. Patton Oswalt dropped an M-bomb in one of his specials not long ago. Not long ago. Nobody said anything to him. He's grandfathered in. It's just like how um, I remember a few years ago before all the stuff, uh, all the feminist comedians were like, Louis's the only one that can do rape jokes because he doesn't, because he'll do them the right way. And then all the stuff came out and like, now Louis's an alt right Nazi sympathizer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, whatever, dude. Uh, Aaron, you got a subreddit of the week? Nope. Well, fucking shit, dude. You got one job. Well, I didn't even think about it. Of course not. This is why we're going to replace you with. Uh, um, Shane Gillis, I guess, isn't busy. He could probably. <laughs> we're gonna put, replace you with that um, the Nintendo robot we were talking about. From <laughs> about. Probably do a better job. <laughs> we just set him up with the subreddit of the week, and he just pushes the button. 
See if I can find a song to play for the subreddit of the week. What do we got here? Hmm. It's really hard sometimes. One of the things that's funniest about Trump, though, is that he's he's in charge of this coronavirus, and seeing his he's a he's a fucking lunatic when it comes to germs. He's like he's he's yeah he legitimately like crazy now, yeah. and um. Seeing him, he's just going to go into a bunker, like, and and you're, they're just going to have a, a remote on him. He's not going to come out. He's not going to come out of the White House, like. And that's the thing is that almost any other president would go out and be amongst people and try to calm everybody down. He's just going to sit sit in a bunker and tell everybody not to worry, and it's going to be seeing him self destruct and go Howard Hughes is going to be fucking so entertaining. I mean, it's just going to be. Oh, did he, is that something that he said he was going to? Well, I mean, I'm, are you referencing something or no? He's, him going to a bunker and doing that? No, no. I'm just saying that's that's. Oh, you're, you're that's what I'm assuming. I mean, because oh, he's okay. Like he he is a germaphobe. There, there's a ve- there's a video of Mick Mulvaney. One of the reasons they they think Mick Mulvaney got fired because he was on camera and had the temerity to cough in front of Trump. Yeah. Just very gently. If you're going to oh, cough, yeah. leave the room. <laughs> I hate that. And just glared at him. Just dead death stare. And didn't like him after that. Like, was noticeably meaner to him. For I mean, he's a lunatic. He's a, he's a legitimate It's lunatic. like Vince McMahon. You can't sneeze in front of Vince McMahon because you uh, it's it's a lack of self-control yeah. to sneeze. It's like a weird billionaire thing. I, fuck him. Well, I mean, the real reason for that is if he takes modern day germs back in time, it's going to wipe yeah. out the whole population. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he knows what's going to happen. Think it through, Chuck. Quantum realities <laughs> shifting. She's a good girl. Subreddit of the week. R slash McDonald's. McDonald's? Yeah. I'm excited it's for McDonald this. McDonald themed nudity. <laughs> Damn. In McDonald's? Oh, that's an in and out there. Yeah. Oh, well, she's just got fries. That's uh, great, though. Fries on your titties? Yeah. What's better than McDonald's hot, fresh fries? Nice and salty. On some sweet, sweet yeah, yaya. A lot of these are, this one right here looks like it's in the bathroom of a McDonald's. Just uh, dropping them out there. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, remember what this chick has a McDonald uh, uniform. Uniform on. Looks like she's gonna take it off. Hell yeah! Oh, damn, look at her tits, dude. There's some wombo. Remember the uh, the uh, there's a subreddit for tit drops. Oh yeah, r slash titty drop. Uh, r slash titty drop. It's just gifts of like girls pulling their shirts up and like their tits going up with it, and then when it finally pops, bam. Yeah, the, those are really impressive when the when the chick has like got really huge tits. Like yeah. it's it's like a fucking well for me of course because that's you know. But I'm saying that you they, like big tits, yeah, but kinda. And uh, <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that they're like it's like watching something in slow motion. Yeah. You know, even when it's not in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So, uh, do you think Elena's on her period this week? I have no we have a segment for that. Me. Well, she's not here, so I know. But if you're going <laughs> to ask the question, <laughs> I already know the answer. <laughs> uh, how about Tom Petty, huh? <laughs> Actually, oh, there's that series, Rick, the Rick Beato series. What makes this song great? On uh, YouTube, he did this song, and like, I know all the weird in- intricacies of this song now, like the snare. Uh, Pretty sure that's programmed. 
but to plug in. The bass isn't programmed. The bass drum isn't programmed. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> is that is that who I think it is? Or just somebody eerily similar? Is that uh Jamaican poison? No. This is uh, Molina Velba. Mm. Oh, you guys got me on uh, this, this subreddit here, you guys. Oh, that what? That's not a. That's not a. That's well, great though. I mean, don't turn it off. For yeah, fuck's sake, turn that one off. It's a good lady, nice chick. What is this subreddit? It's r slash titty drop. Ooh, that one's copyrighted. That one looks like a healthy man. That girl. Oh, that's a healthy gal. Built. She's built. Oh, good lord! What are we doing? Boom! <laughs> so much fun. What's up? <laughs> Dominican poison has to have done one. I'd of munch on her nuts. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up dun, right now. Dun, 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 dun. Are you gonna look up a Dominican poison tit drop? Yep. You said there's gotta be one. Well, I mean, yeah. No, they're all. No, they're all. It's all long form video. There's nothing. I mean, uh, in in defense though, that's that's an in, that's an endeavor. Yeah, I mean that's that's a lot of dropping. Drop it like it's hot. That might, you know, that might she might slip a disc. <laughs> she might. You might. Oh, good lord! Oh no! Oh no! It happened again! Oh no! Who am I kidding? She's she's a tank. She's she could probably take a punch. I'd love to punch her in the face. See what's up with my cock. Anybody got anything else they want to talk about? No? No. Going once. Going twice. Sold. That is the end of the show. Oh, shit. Episode 255. I want to see it. What is it? Oh. God, it's so fucking crazy. Good Lord. I just... (laughs) That guy's account name is Count Dropula. (laughs) (laughs) See, that gets... Elena doesn't think she's pretty at all, I don't think. Oh no, she has. She doesn't find her. I don't. That's weird. It is that woman's. I mean, I, I know she's not everybody's cup of tea, but she's hot. You know, I mean, yeah. how can you not think that? It's just weird. I'd sniff her mittens. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? I love that. butter her muffin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Episode two fifty five. Remember to go to tpublic.com slash user slash pillowfort radio and buy the merch. Buy the merch. Buy the merch. Buy the merch. Make the biscuits. Make the biscuits. We'll be back next week probably, unless we all die, unless we all catch the coronavirus. I'm not going to catch it because I I only drink Modelo. All right. Tell your friends, for fuck's sake, what's wrong with you? Oh, all of our listeners don't have friends. All right, thanks a lot. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs>